Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Last week, we enjoyed our conversation with Tom Thibodeau so much. He was so insightful, has the insights on the Boston Celtics and life in general in the NBA for obvious reasons. Head coach of the Chicago Bulls, former assistant with Doc Rivers here for the Boston Celtics. We thought we would invite him on again today based on the fact that the Heat and the Celtics are playing game three at the Garden tonight. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well, thanks. What do you expect out of uh, your old guys, and I mean old on several different levels, the guys that you used to coach, used to work with, and the fact that they are old and injured? Can they muster up that kind of intensity and effort that saw them come close but no cigar in game number two tonight yeah. to win game number three? Well, I think they can. You know, they And, and again, uh, uh, you, you can't sell them short. Uh, I thought they played a great game, too. They, you know, In that game, they could have easily have won. And uh, unfortunately, things didn't go their way down the stretch. But that was a heck of a game. I thought uh, their intensity level in that game was was great, and I expect it to be great again in the next one. Tonight, you think that guys like uh, Garnett, Allen, Pierce aren't too sore, too hurt, you know, too fatigued, Tom, to to muster up one more game like they did in game two? Yeah, those guys are the ultimate pros. Uh, And at this point of the season, they'll, they'll find a way. They always do. Um, uh, their drive and, and will to win is so great. Um, they'll do whatever's necessary. Uh, they'll be ready. Do you think, uh, I know you guys hate talking about the officials. I'm not asking you a good call, bad call, but does that change when the game moves to, series moves to Boston? Do you expect maybe the Celtics get more calls, more free throws than they did in Miami? Well, you know, I think that they'll come out with that intensity, and I think, uh, you know, I, I thought Rajan was uh, attacking the basket the whole night, and, and usually Paul is, too. Uh, I thought Paul had some tough calls go against him. Uh, and, you know, that, that changes the, the way he, he was playing a little bit. But Paul's a very aggressive player. He drives the ball hard. Uh, so I, ex- I expect him to uh, to be able to get some calls. Uh, Rondo's prowess with the outside shot in that game was eye-popping to be sure. Does it carry over, Tom, or is it based on what happens when he launches up the first two or three tonight? Well, I thought, I mean, you're not going to see a playoff game. Like no. He was incredible. That was what, what he did in that game was just amazing. And that's Rajon. You know, there's there's nothing that he does that, that surprises you. I thought, uh, you know, he nearly willed him to that win and uh, – you know, I, I thought that was, that was a tough no call for him in the overtime, uh, and he did get hit. But right. sometimes that happens, you know. And uh, unfortunately, it was very untimely for the Celtics. I believe, uh, you know, there's a minute and a half to go in the game as tie score. Uh, and so, you know, the, those things sometimes are tough to deal with. But you know, you have to respond. But Rajan, he he did everything. He you know he he was attacking. He was hitting the jumper. He he just created havoc and. Um, that's the type of player he is. I, he'll do whatever's necessary for the team to win. I, I thought he was very aggressive. I thought his reads were great. Mm. His energy was great. Um, and when he's playing like that, they're very difficult to beat. We, we, um, but, you know, and, and again, they they played a, a, a great game. I thought the big, the big thing was at the end of the third period. The third period, uh, right at the end there, uh, with, with Ray's shot when he got blocked by Wade, I think they went 15-4 right yeah. there. 
in the third quarter was a problem, and really just the end of the third quarter. If you take that out, um, I think they win the game. But that being said, they still came back after, after uh, I think it was 71-66 uh, uh, on that play. And then they, they go 15-4, but then they, the Celtics come back and get the lead again to start the fourth. So I thought they played a great game. They, they, they fought like crazy. Um, and unfortunately, things didn't go their way down the stretch. You know, Tom, we, uh, obviously Rondo was great. He was unbelievable. But, but, and, and you know what? We've been see, I've watched him his whole career. I didn't think he had that in him, that kind of shooting performance. You know, 16 for 24. He was 10 for 12 from the line and 10 for 12 from the perimeter. Did you, you know him better than we do. Did you know he could do that? And do you think he could do it again tonight? I do. And, you know, the, the thing is, uh, and Rajan has always been the type of guy, you know, if the team needed more scoring, he would provide more scoring. Uh, and if they needed more playmaking, guys were healthy. And, you know, I think when you have quality depth, he'll, he'll playmake. He's, uh, he's a very bright guy. I think he reads the game extremely well. Um, he reads defenses great, and you know. And as I mentioned before, he is an offense unto himself. He can create all kinds of things, and not only for himself, but obviously for his teammates. You guys see that every night. And uh, you know, I think the the big thing is he'll get the team playing to its strengths too. He understands where the matchups are. He understands who's got a hot hand, and uh, you know, he, he he's really running the team. We're talking with. Uh... Bulls head coach Tom Thibodeau, and, and Tom, to a man, and I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know, to a man, the guys on this team call Rondo the smartest guy on the team, and in fact, Doc, I think, referred to him as maybe the smartest guy in the league. Can that be both a curse and a blessing? Because oftentimes we hear coaches and managers, mainly in other sports, say, I don't want the real cerebral guy who thinks and processes everything. I want someone just to go out and let it flow. Can that be a curse and a blessing? No, I think, and you guys have watched him from the beginning, I think, uh, each year he's gotten better. Mm -hmm. I think uh, going deep into the playoffs every year has really helped him. I think being around, um, you know, Kevin, uh, Ray, and Paul has helped him. And, of course, being around Doc. Uh, Doc's been terrific for him. And, uh, you know, the and, and as I mentioned, Rajan has the ability to make other people a lot better. And he's done that throughout his career. Hey, I think uh, Kevin Garnett will be back next year and Ray Allen will not be. Would, would you agree with that? Tom, how do you think this is going to play out for? I think it's too early to to make any of those judgments, and you know, usually um, with Danny and Doc, and uh, they'll sit down after the season, they'll you know decompress, and they'll evaluate it, uh, everything, and then they'll formulate their plan and move forward. But I think it's premature to to jump to any conclusions. Hey, when you look at it, they're in you know they're in the conference finals again, and uh, you know they're 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 as capable as as anybody. Hey, Tom, this probably qualifies as nuances of coaching or coaching minutia. But many, many years ago, Bill Parcells talked about the fact that he has a book, a scouting report, if you will, on officials and official, uh, uh, you know, officials' teams. And, and that he knows that certain guys and certain members of a particular crew call a lot of holding on the line of scrimmage. Others do this, others do that. Does that exist in the NBA? When you send your team out there and you know who tonight's three officials are, do you talk to them about – Watch this or watch that because these guys are quick-whistled when it comes to this? Well, I think, you know, you, you do have a book on everybody, and you, I think you know how they'll, they'll call games. And sometimes um, ga games can be called differently, and I think it's important for the players to adjust uh, to how the game's being called. And sometimes they, they call it tight at the beginning mm -hmm. and they'll let it flow a little bit. 
Um, but you, you have to read that. I think the thing that's difficult is in a, in a, in a series, because they're changing crews, I, sometimes I think it would be better if it were more like baseball and you had the same crew mm. for, for the entire right, series. Right. Because then, you know, you'd have a better understanding of how, all the, you know, how, how the game is going to be called. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I think the, the players, you know, you, you, you see enough of the officials where you have a pretty good read on them. Uh, and, the, you know, these, these guys are great officials. So the players have to make some adjustments. I thought, you know, the, I thought they had some tough calls go against them. But, you know, the, you also have to look at the fouls that maybe you could have avoided also. Uh, Tom, I know that coaches live in the real world of X's and O's and performances out on the court, but how much of the psychological evaluation comes into preparation and getting your team ready? And by that, and I, and I ask that to ask this, a sense of urgency as an example. We assume the Celtics have the greater sense of urgency tonight because going down 3 nothing is almost like being automatically eliminated. The Heat, on the other hand, having held court at home or up 2 nothing, don't need the game as much. Do you think any of that kind of psychological stuff plays into anything tonight? Yeah, I do, uh, quite honestly, because I think uh, you saw it last night with uh, San Antonio and Oklahoma yes. City. The yep. biggest adjustment was probably the intensity and the sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that, that was the big adjustment. I thought their defense was terrific. Uh, last night, and you know the uh, Oklahoma City's problem in San Antonio wasn't their offense. They scored very effectively. I think they were averaging close to 105 going into last night's game. But I thought their defense was terrific. And uh, you know, I think, and it, and it also goes to the offensive end too. It's your, you know, being able to get out in transition, getting some easy baskets, attacking the basket, getting you know, attacking the defense before it's set. I think you see all those things, and you know, hard drives to the basket will get you to the free throw line. All right. Uh, one more, one last question on the officials. I know you guys love talking about <laughs> officials. Just got the assignments here, Tom. Uh, Scott Foster, Mike Callahan, Rodney Mott. Will this be a tightly called contest tonight? Uh, you know, I think that it will be a uh, an evenly called uh, contest. I think <laughs> <laughs> you know I got to be careful there. But, yeah. Uh, you know it'll be a, it's it, you know you you want to see the players decide the game. You know, uh, and as I mentioned, I thought Paul had a couple of tough calls go against them uh, in the, in game two. And uh, you know, hopefully, you know it it'll it won't come down to the officiating. It's going to come down to how well the team plays. Okay, you didn't let us put it, put you on the spot with the official <laughs> question. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this one on you. You need to win one game, and you get to pull one player off any other team, not the Chicago Bulls, to join your team. Would it be LeBron, Durant, Rondo, Wade, Howard, or somebody else? One guy from some other team, not the Bulls. Oh, well, that that's tough. It all, you know. It, I guess it would depend a lot upon the opponent, your team, and the and the opponent. Yeah, because you know all those guys are great, and they're. You know, it, they all do something a little bit different. Yeah. You know, so I, I guess a, a lot depends on the opponent and your team. You know, like what does your team need? Do you need more of a playmaking point guard? Uh, do you need a guy with uh, wing with with size and versatility? All right. So your your team playing the Seventy Sixers in the elimination game. Which of those other guys do you take? Oh shoot! I don't. <laughs> I take them all. <laughs> I don't know who I take. You know, you could you take your pick. You you wouldn't be wrong. Well, if Doc had to take one guy back tonight, would he take Kendrick Perkins or Tony Allen? Ooh, <laughs> that's a tough one too. You know, I, I guess you'd, you'd have to say, you know, with Perk, you're talking about anchoring the defense with size at the rim. 
and with Tony, he's a you know a guy who can guard a wing one on one where you really don't have to help right. uh, with anyone. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tough call. And they got some pretty good wings. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, this, but you also need that shot blocking at the rim. <laughs> Tom Thibodeau, thanks for the conversation. Fun as always. We'll talk to you down the road. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. Tom Take Thibodeau, care, head coach of the Chicago Bulls, joining Dennison Callahan on the AT and T Hotline, AT and T four G LTE. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.